Hey y'all, welcome back listeners. It's your girl Shaylee Miller bringing you the series, The Tale of the 1950s. There is a story in every piece of time and we are on episode five and today we are going to be talking about famous literature in the 1950s, um, 10 books about why they were important, why they were popular, um, the story behind them and what made them so significant in this time period. And so we're just going to dive right into these 10 books. So you are listening to The Tale of the 1950s. There's a story in every piece of time. Let's go. All right. So we are going to be discussing the top 10 books that defined the 1950s. And first up, we have by J.D. Salinger, The Catcher in the Rye which was published in 1951. It sold 65 million copies since its publication. And David Shields and Shane Salinger go further into the introduction to their biography, Salinger, writing that The Catcher in the Rye redefined post-war America and can be understood as a disguised war novel. And Salinger emerged from the war incapable of believing in the heroic, noble ideas we like to think our culture institutions uphold. But instead of producing a combat novel, Salinger took the trauma of war and embedded it within what looked to the naked eye like a coming-of-age novel. And that's kind of what it was known as, as a coming-of-age novel. Novel not everyone, a lot of people were surprised about, a lot of people were interested in, and it may have even influenced the way we think about teenagers to this day. Um, scholar Sarah Graham told the BBC, it absolutely speaks to that moment the teenager emerges as a recognizable social group. Before that, people went through their teenage years with no sense, and it was a particular kind of identity. It is the first novel of the modern teenage years. So for, it's kind of, it was popular and noticed because he gave a new take on teenage years and what it meant to be a teenager. And indeed, it was only after World War II that a distinctive youth culture began to emerge, in part because more teenagers were in high school and fewer working to support their families. And they had time on their hands and angst in their hearts. Dr. Graham says, Leisure gave teenagers time to reflect on where they were going. The idea of existential angst in some ways draws from the catcher in the eye as much as the novel reflects it. There is a strong dialogue between the book and the teenage experience they're mutually shaping. So she's pointing out that it's popular because it really did distinctively give a stamp on what teenage years was like and how it was changing because of this period of time. Number two, we have Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison and was published in 1952. Um, Ellison writes, I'm invisible, understand, simply because people refuse to see me. And that was the opening lines of this much-read assigned novel. And so influential that President Obama modeled Dreams of My Father on it, and the novel was awarded the National Book Award in 1953. Um, in his ex acceptance speech, Ellison said that, if I were asked in all seriousness just what I consider to be the true significance of Invisible Man, as a fiction, I would reply, its experimental attitude and its attempt to return to the mood of personal moral responsibility for democracy, which typified the best, the best of the 19th century fiction. Um, so basically, this book 
We were able to see America with an awareness of like rich diversity and it's almost magical fluidity and freedom. And we're forced to conceive the novel as like unburdened and it has a sense of naturalism. Um, what's funny is despite the personal failures, uh, there must be a fiction which leaving psychology and case history to the scientists can arrive at the truth about human condition here and now with the bright magic of a fairy tale. And so the novel manages to be many things at once. This is one of its many strengths. Um, Leif Grossman wrote in Time, even handily exposing the hypocrisies and stereotypes of all comers. Invisible Man is far more than a race novel or even a Bildung's Roman. It's in the quintessential American of the 20th century. So basically a novel about race and it kind of exposes America and our hypocrisies that we deal with and the stereotypes that we have as well. Number three by Ray, Bad Ray Bradbury, Fahrenheit 451, um, was published in 1953. Um, Fahrenheit 451 is one of those books we all think we understand and probably because we've all had to analyze it in high school, which I haven't read this one, so I don't know. But even its author wavered on the point. In a 1956 radio interview, uh, Bradbury explained it in the context of governor, government censorship. I wrote this book at a time when I was worried about the way things were going in this country four years ago. Too many people were afraid of their shadows. There was a threat of book burning. Many of the books were being taken off the shelves at that time. And of course, things have changed a lot in four years. Things are going back in a healthy direction. But at the time, I wanted to do some sort of story where I could comment on what would happen to a country if we let ourselves go too far in this direction, where then all the thinking stops and the dragon swallows his tail and we all sort of vanish into a limbo and we destroy ourselves by this sort of action. So he just wanted to address the issues of government censorship and address that we can't just conform and we can't just sit idly by while the government tells us what to do and takes away the things that we love like literature. And when asked in 2005 what inspired the book Burning in the novel, Bradbury had a response, well, Hitler, of course. When I was 15, he burnt the books in the streets of Berlin. Then along the way, I learned about the libraries in Alexandria burning 5,000 years ago. That grieved my soul. Since I'm self-educated, that means my educators, the libraries, are in danger. And if it could happen in Alexandria, if it could happen in Berlin, maybe it could happen somewhere up ahead and my heroes would be killed. And so I think that's why this book was important is he addressed the issues that literature is power and how powerful literature can be in the hands of kids that are educated and that understand its power. And that's why this book was so important. Next, we have J.R.R. Tolkien, The Fellowship of the Ring in 1954, which I have not read this book, but I watched the movies and I love the movies. But initial reviews were mixed when the first volume of this fantasy series was first published, but the ones that knew really knew. None other than W.H. Adden reviewed the book in the Times, praising Tolkien's The Hobbit as one of the best children's stories of the century and writing of his new volume for adults. Um, with the second two books, Tolkien originally meant uh, the three books of The Lord of the Ring to be published as a single volume. It steadily gained readership, exploding in popularity, particularly in the 1960s with the publication of the paperbacks and has become one of the best-selling literacy works of all time. And it is also generally agreed to be the best liter literacy epic 
ever written and has had untold influence on the genre ever since its publication. Um, Tolkien's worlds have been re-immortalized in the songs of like Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, Rush, and more recently drawn out into increasingly unnecessary films like The Hobbit and how they made The Lord of the Rings a trilogy and brought it to the big screen. Um, the next book we have by Vladimir Nobokov Loida. I think that's it. Loida. I don't know, guys. This one's... I, but it's supposed to be very significant. It was published in 1955. Uh, it was... Nobuko's most famous novel and was originally published in Paris in 1955. Um, as Steen Key writes, within four days of publication in the US, the book was into a third printing by September 13th. It had become the first book since Gone with the Wind to sell 100,000 copies in its first three weeks. So it was very popular. And by the end of September, it was on the number one of the bestseller lists. And by the time Nobukov appeared on the cover of Newsweek in 1962, it seemed that the only one who hadn't read the book was Grocer Marx, who quipped, I plan to put off reading Loida for six years until she's 18. So since then, the course of the novel, along with its character, has become iconic through more contemporary readers understood the way the image of um, Humbert Snuffett was twisted as the years have worn on with the possible exception of Gatsby, no 20th century American liter literary character penetrated the public consciousness quite like Loida. So a lot identified with the character and it became very popular over the course of a short period of time. Uh, we have James Baldwin, Notes of a Native Son, published in 1955. All three of Baldwin's most famous works, Go Tell It on the Mountain, Notes of a Native Son, and Giovanni's Room were published in the 50s the decade that he established himself as an essential intellectual, social, literary, and moral voice of this country. Then we have Aiden Rand, Atlas Shrugged, published in 1957. I can't tell you how much it pains me that this person that wrote this, I can't tell you how much it pains me that Aiden Rand is, on, is the only woman on this list. I would love to have replaced her. Um, so basically, um, it, Atlas Shrugged is Rand's view on objectivism, the concept of a man as a heroic being with his own happiness as a moral purpose of his life with productive achievement as his noblest activity and reason as his only absolute. Her love letter to capitalism, her rant and her magnum opus, it was a bestseller in the week of its release and for 22 weeks in total after the 2007 financial crisis. Then we have uh, On the Road by Jack Kerouac in 1957 um it changed my life like changed everyone else's said Bob Dylan about this book whatever you may think of it on the road is without a doubt the most important book indeed the defining text of the much mythologized American beat generation it's only retrospect either we knew this as time was the novel was published on the road is the most beautifully executed the clearly and the most important utterance yet made by the generation said Kerak himself named years ago as beat and whose principal avatar he is wrote gilbert milstrain in the 1957 new york times interview next we have by leon 
Exodus 1958. Upon its publication, this novel, a massive chronicle of the founding of the state of Israel, instantly became a huge international phenomenon. The hardcover was on the New York Times bestseller list for over a year with a cool 19 weeks in the top spot. The paperback was the fastest selling work ever published by Banton, according to Life of a Bestseller, and by 1965 was among the top 10 bestsellers of all time. And the popularity of the novel and of the 1960 film adapt adaptation shaped American perception of Israel immediately after its publication. Next, we have Things Fall Apart by Chinna Akube. I don't know, this one looks very cultural. The genius of this, like all genius, escapes precise analysts, said Anthony Apath wrote in the introduction. If we could explain it fully, we could reproduce it, and it is one of the nature of genius to be re irreproducible. Still, there has been no shortage of attempts to explain his literary achievement, an achievement that starts with the fact that all things fall apart, the first of novels in his African trilogy. So this is a modern African novel, and it... Akbi was introduced African literature to the rest of the world, so it was kind of the first of its time. That's why it was so popular. And that is it. That was it. Those are the books. A lot of them are probably not known, and probably most people have never read, but a lot of them, like, made history in their publication, in how popular they were, in how long they were on the bestseller list, in how many weeks. And so yes, those are the 10 books that defined American literature in the 1950s. This was episode five in my series, The Tale of the 1950s. There is a story in every piece of time. I will see you all guys next time. <laughs>